Hello, and welcome to another episode of Philosophive. Today, I'm with Kimberly Late, and she channels Beings of the Light. Hello, Kimberly. Hello. Hi, everybody. I'm great, thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. I'm, I'm excited. About, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm a big uh, channeling aficionado, and the material that you produce is quite amazing. Um, I'm not uh, as familiar as, with you as I am with, for instance, the, the, the Joshua channelings um, and uh, other channels, but I see you have your own unique style, and of course, I'm curious how you got into it. Perhaps we can start there. Sure. Well, it's been many, many years in the making. So basically, when I was an adolescent, that's when I started seeing angels. So I was around 16 or 18 years old. Uh, during that time, of course, when you're that young, it's, I wasn't really that into, you know, um, the spirit world. So I knew they were there. When I needed them, they were there. I could feel them, but I couldn't channel them like I could now. And of course, you know, your teenage years, you get into life, you kind of put that, I put that side of my life aside. And of course, things always brought me back. So basically, 2000, then 2008, I was guided to look for someone to do Reiki. So I'm a Reiki therapist. I was guided to do that. So that started my journey with Reiki. And let's just say some interesting things happened around that time. I had my first embodied channeling um, situation where I actually felt like a whole being entered my being. And I looked around, I even looked at the mirror to see if it was me. And it was like an Egyptian. It was very strange at that time. So <laughs> wow. that was my first experience. Um, anyway, so with life, um, there was several years later, I went through a trauma and that kind of brought me back into doing Reiki because I put that aside a little bit and that guided me to become a counsellor and did my counselling degree, grad in relationship therapy. Um, so then I was guided to do a business where I'm a counsellor, but I can help people through relationships and combine that with Reiki. So in that journey, while I was doing this, I discovered my natural ability to channel. And of course, what assisted me with this is finding Joshua. I found the Joshua teachings Basically, it was the very first um, roundtable episode he published on the Law of Attraction Radio Networks. This was uh, 2014 or, 15, or several years ago. So I started listening to that. And of course, with the abilities I already had, I then discovered I could channel. So everything just blossomed from there, basically. I'm able to channel many different beings. So angels, hidden masters, galactic beings. Um, forces, source, Gaia, and so forth, they come through with the Ascension teachings. So these are based on universal laws, esoteric knowledge, especially teachings of law of attraction and law of oneness. So within this, um, I've also been guided to create new modalities, especially with ways of helping others. So for instance, I've developed a new modality called high dimensional therapy. And this is basically a combination of counselling, but I'll be channeling doing this. What involves in this as well is the use of light language, which I call sacred sound alchemy, which is another ability that comes through me, which is vocal tones. 
and um, basically helps activate your DNA. It helps with healing, helps with issues such as dark night of the soul. So that's kind of a combination of my counseling and channeling background with that. And of course, as before, I you know, offer Reiki as well, light language. So yeah, so it's a bit of everything. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, I'm exploring everything as I go along as everybody else is. And um, just very excited of where the journey is taking me. So uh, you, when you're channeling, I mean, people can make requests for specific entities and these entities um, come willingly through you or, or do, you, uh, do you have control over that or is it, or they just come as they, as they desire the entities, like whenever you're channeling? Yeah, so, so basically when someone has a session with me, I ask them, is there a certain being you would like me to bring through for you? Or are you happy just to, to allow whatever being wants to come through for you? Generally, people will just like whoever comes through, comes through. Usually that being that comes through is someone very close to them, someone at the forefront is probably um, one of their spirit guides. As you know, though, we have millions of guides and supporters, but usually the ones that come through are the ones assisting in this moment, ones at the forefront. Okay, uh, we're definitely going to do this later in the show. I would like to make the request and I'm very curious which one comes through for me and for the audience. Um, oh. No, it's so, you know, this, uh, and this age, obviously with, with channel material, it's, it's become more mainstream with especially Abraham Hicks. We can see in the development of um, how she's made it more, how do you say the message is, has been a bit divorced from the means to the message, whereas uh, a lot of other channels they've they've had some difficulty becoming mainstream because they've yeah, exactly they've been channeling how do you say aliens uh, angels very acceptable and then the, the wisdom that comes through um, very comparable um, but I we I've noticed that trend uh, that uh, I think. But once you accept the message, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Jesus or some other uh, non-physical beings that don't want to be, you can't be identified because it's, they're formless, you know, and this is the, the, the issue that we're, we're, we're dealing with. Um, but yeah, in your, in your channelings, do you, so you always get material that you're, you resonate with as well, or do you also differ with the material where you're like, I don't really agree with this? Well, they basically teach that everything is perfect. So to start all these beings, we may perceive these as external beings, but they're actually us, right? They're aspects of us. Now the beings of the light, one of their main focuses is the law of oneness. So I am you, you're a reflection of me. The right. angels, the galactic beings, they are aspects of us, just us in different frequencies as we are all manifestations of source. So, for instance, as an example, if I channel a particular being, let's just say goddess Isis, for instance, and there's another channel who channels goddess Isis, our messages, even if it's the same being, they'll be different message because they have to come through my frequency. And it aligns to my soul contracts and what I came here to teach and my frequency, even though everyone is highly advanced, it all depends also on the frequency of the channel. 
So for instance, if I'm at a high vibration, I vibrate in a higher dimension. So because of this, a higher dimensional version of Isis comes through me. So basically the beings of the light, all of us are multidimensional. So depending on what dimension we're vibrating in, they'll come through to honor the vibration, the dimension of that channel and to suit the audience and the person coming through. For instance, if there is someone coming through, a client who seeks my services, and let's just say they're in a lot of fear, right? That version that's going to come through me, it's going to be in a version that the person can understand. They can understand the message. So they will come through in a dimension that matches the dimension of the client, of their frequency. So basically, that's why it works. So this is why there are so many channels out there. And even though there are people who channel the same being, they're not actually the same being. They're actually unique dimensional versions of that being. Exactly. No, no, that's, uh, <laughs> and, and then, and, you know, that's getting yourself to that place of high vibration. Um, you know, the, can you channel when you're not feeling good? I can channel it. it well, in my mind, sometimes I do doubt it, but actually when I do channel, if I'm feeling a bit sick or something like that, completely doesn't matter does not matter whatsoever. It's just in my mind, I think it's going to, but when I channel, it's perfectly fine because um, basically the energies that come through is me and it heightens my frequency. So even if, for instance, um, there's been certain times where I go through ascension symptoms, which I think many of your audience are probably going through because a lot of shit's happening in the moment. And some of us are really feeling that, like we might have headaches and dizziness. So, you know, often I'm doing sessions when I'm having these symptoms and it, it makes no impact on me whatsoever, which oh, is wow. really cool. <laughs> no, no, definitely. No, I mean, it's very reassuring because um, it means you're, high, you're vibrating highly, no matter what your ego or persona perceives, you're always in the upper ethers of uh, a vibration. Um, and uh, I know that the dips can feel more extreme, of course, because, you know, but it doesn't mean you always have that connection and uh, that's, that's, we all have that connection, you know, even in, in the darkest, like you mentioned, the you know, dark nights of the soul situations. And in uh, those situations in particular, which is very interesting is when one discovers a lot of these gifts and uh, connections, what is your take on that? What is, what would you think say is the reason why, why we have to sometimes go through such reversals uh, and such large downs where, yeah, I'd, I'd like to know which, uh, to, to become, to perceive these things. So basically, the beings of the light talk about soul contracts. So because we are very highly advanced beings, we wanted certain pathways for us to expand. So we wanted to experience duality, which is what we call as fear duality, what we call as separateness, not the opposite to oneness. Because what happens with these events is they trigger us and they actually trigger us to go inwards. Often the time though, society conditioning tells us to avoid fear, to push fear aside, to, to brush it under the rug, not to face it. So the beings of the light teach us is that not to um, put it under the rug, it's to face it. Because in the fear is our greatest gifts. It is about changing our perception to fear. So fear is a teacher, not here to hurt us. Everything happens for us. 
And if we experience fear in relations to another, an interaction, then that person is playing a mirror for us. That person is our master teacher. They're reflecting a limiting belief within us. So the beings of the light teaches us to be grateful for the gift, even if we can't see it. And that act alone will help us to increase our energy frequency, helps us detach from the situation. And in the moment, this event will change on its own because it'll mirror your new vibration. Okay. So everything is vibration, everything works on mirror. This is the law of reflection. So it's about embracing your fear. Fear is there for you. It's not something to push away. Okay, and this is the, one of the most beautiful messages. Uh, I know that from non-physical, they don't perceive fear. And it's, it's obviously part of our duality experience. And it's, um, it's why we came here. And, uh, and, and it gives a richness. It's just that we have to understand its purpose is um, in a, in, well, in a sense, not to be taken too seriously. Uh, you know, it's, it's obviously that we're all safe. And, you know, this is a bit of a game-like experience. And no matter how serious you take it, the more, obviously, the more serious you take it, the more <laughs> less of a game it's going to feel like. So, no, no, I mean, yeah, we all get that situation. Like, this is not a freaking game. Uh, and then yeah. it's like, oh, this is, but then afterwards you're like, I'm still here. Um, everything is good. I still have my connection, especially inside that that's grown because as you know, you know, when you begin to the reflection, see the reflection as a reflection, then, you know, you're not afraid of it because you can always go inside and find your strength. And, uh, this, this, in all the channel material that I've gone through, this is the message that I, I've gotten and I find it to be very very helpful and uh i think all of you who who do this uh, this work it's it's i can imagine putting yourself out there in the beginning is very very difficult i don't know if you had um what, what was that like you know that coming out i'm a channel for you well it was of course everyone has fears and i'll put my hand up to that um that was part of my soul contract so and i understand that i relate to um some past lives or we just say multi-dimensional lives let's just say and um, of course, because I was a mainstream counsellor, because I was accredited as a counsellor, because I did a degree, postgrads and everything like that, in my, in my mind, I had a fear about what's now people going to think of me. I'm this, you know, credentialed, you know, counsellor. And now I'm coming out, you know, saying I see angels, I speak to angels and aliens. So it's, you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing was a little bit, um, you know, I had to work on that a little bit, but of course, you know, I knew I had to put myself out there. And when I did, it was the most freeing thing I could ever do. So, I mean, we're all working on it. We're all um, living authentically as best as we can, one step at a time. Everyone has fears, even me or channels, every being has a form of fear because we live in duality consciousness, which means as long as we live in duality consciousness, we are still going to have some aspects of fear. Of course, we can reduce them. And um, yeah, but it's, it's, it's very freeing to live authentically and to put yourself out there for who you are. And, you know, it is becoming more kind of mainstream. It's getting out there, you know, Abraham Hicks, for instance, they're probably the most well-known channel. It is, it is going, uh, Gabrielle, what's her name? Is a very famous person. I forgot her name right now. Um, I'll think uh, of it in a minute. Anyway, 
you know, um, the Nefertiti your backs, Gabriel Bernstein, that's her name. Mm. Um, so she's kind of a channel, even I don't think she says it as I don't think she puts it. So a lot of people coming out there using different terminology to kind of hide that they're channeling. And that's what, to be honest, I used to do that when I came out as mainstream counselling because soon into the piece when I started doing counselling, I knew that when I was counselling, this was not information I knew. Because yep. in counselling, what you do, especially in the ways I was taught, was that you connect to the client, you go in there with a clean slate, so no preconceived ideas on what you're going to say. And it's basically use your intuition, but they say your library bank of information, which I know it's BS, <laughs> and basically whatever comes out that's best for the, for the client. So this is what I used to do. And I remember even when I very first started, um, I, I used to, you know, connect and if stuff comes out of my mouth, I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? And then I, after some time, I realized that I'm actually not just counseling, I'm actually channeling. So it took me some time to, to actually fully embrace that, of course, because I came from that, that um, mainstream, um, you know, place of counseling. But um, of course, it's, it's going to just say it and more people are going to reach the message if it was mainstream but that's not the purpose here whoever comes across these teachings their body is ready for it and that's okay exactly. you know what i mean no, no, and I, it's yeah. getting more and more out there so you know of course if you're watching this and you're ready for this information and it's it's just one step at a time the the collective ready for it mm -hmm. um what we see now in society is a purging of this fear consciousness is why we see a lot of unwanted things in our society we're on the way there so it's just one step at a time yeah i'm excited because uh yeah one of the the big tipping points is just the acceptance that we receive thoughts and we don't necessarily produce them so this is what channeling is showing us and, and when you have the experience and everybody has the experience of channeling higher thoughts and but we even you know most people say well i did that you know i i i i put things together and i came to a rational conclusion in my mind but we all know that inspiration comes from nowhere these big ideas and there there is no previous connection and there is no president and presidents in in, in in the biography necessarily and especially with people like esther hicks who is her personality, you know, she's a fun loving girl, but she wasn't known as somebody who you can stand up in front of a crowd and say without hesitation, without ums and buts. And the, what a wonderful example that is, because um, you know, everybody has equal access based upon your, your filter and your beliefs to this information. And um, if you're ready for it, you're ready for it. Some people are ready for it through another, some people are ready in, in themselves, um, which we all will become, you know, more accepting of this. Uh, and I'm excited. I, I now I don't know if it may, uh, is it possible to already maybe go into the channeling because I, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm positive people are very interested in that. And um, yeah, uh, I'd like to see your process how you get into the state. Maybe you can tell, yeah, like, so tell us to it. Yeah, what happens is I go, um, I take a few moments, so I just connect and then I make my intentions. When you make your intentions, you're imprinting energy. So I just make my intentions and then I basically ask who wants to come through and then I connect with them and then I have my own little inner process on how I connect with them and then, yeah, I just um, come through. 
Wonderful. So, yep. I mean, uh, can we do that where you were saying, in, in, in reference to myself, any, you don't even know who may come through. Um, if, some, if this entity comes through and wishes to identify itself and... Uh, no, they're always, they usually always identify themselves. So okay. I won't know until I ask. Yep. So I'll go now and I'll just ask, I basically ask, who, who wants to come through for the high school for Justin? Mm -hmm. And then usually they're like, it's just my process. Of course, everyone's process is different. Usually there's many, like, me, 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 me. Or it could be just one or two coming through. So it all depends. Okay, awesome. I'll let you do your thing. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll do that. And um, yeah, I'll see you on the other side. Just let me know. if I re Sometimes the beings do, you know, carry on a little bit. So if that's the case, just... um just tell them to bring me back. <laughs> oh, that's all right. They can blabber. It's all right. Good. All right. Well, I'll see you on the, on the other side then. Greetings, it is Archangel Michael coming through. It is our honor to come through in this way. Hello, Michael. It is our honor to come through in this way. There is great expansion that is occurring on the earth plane right now. Many of you are being activated to follow your life purpose, but many of you are having fears in relation to this. You are having process. You are asking yourself how to do this process. You are asking yourself, who am I to do this process? But you are highly advanced beings and this is why you are here. And it is our intention to provide this message, Justin, knowing that you'll be listening to this, knowing that others will be listening to this. So it is the time of great awakening. And we ask you now to go inwards. We ask you now to push past the fear. We'll ask you now to trust the guidance that is coming through you. There are many changes that are coming through to the collective consciousness. And these changes are being integrated into the collective consciousness. They are being activated in your divine blueprint. And as such, there are many new abilities that are going to be activated and remembered in your conscious awareness. So be gentle in this process because some of them may be quite unusual. Some of them, you may not know what to do with them, but it is coming through you for a reason. Those of you watching this, you are the light workers in your terminology. You are the ones that you're going to be activating the light, the light within others. It is you who are shining brightly to be your way shower for others. So trust in the power that you have. You've always had the power. 
So allow these words to activate that remembrance within you. Allow these words to validate to you just how powerful and worthy you are. Oh, thank you very much. I guess maybe I would like to ask, uh, I, I kind of know, but do you have any specific messages for me or like about my spe specific intentions here and purpose? I mean, uh, as a light worker, I, I, as you mentioned, but there are maybe other ones. <laughs> you are a race shower. It is not by accident that you are here. It is not by accident that you have developed this podcast. It is just one more step in your journey. Let's just say there is an aspect within you that you do not fully trust just yet. There is a powerful part within you that you are not fully embracing. We would say this podcast is one more step. You receiving this information as you do your research, as you interact with these people on this podcast is one more step. But Diwan, know that you also have the power within you, but you doubt this power. All the teachings that come through us are teachings that you already know and will be expressed through you uniquely in divine time. We ask you not to compare yourself with any other channels, any other creative persons who brings forth content that will inspire others. Because what comes through each individual is highly unique and it relates to your soul contracts and why you are here. You are on this journey to shine the light for others. These words that we are speaking right now will help activate this within you because you have doubted your abilities. You have questioned who you are as an advanced being. Yes, you see yourself as worthy to do this podcast, but you also have gifts to share beyond this podcast. Thank you very much. I, uh, that, that's uh, very touching what you're saying. I, uh, I, I do see this as a situation where I'm learning more about myself and being able to put myself out there in front of myself too, because I can look at these podcasts later and I do find more messages in it. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to about this, where this is leading. Um, it, there, I guess, Looking at the idea of perfection um, and ascension, so as for our viewers and listeners, I guess one thing that's difficult to comprehend is that the situation that they're in now, where they are in life, no matter what it looks like, is perfect. And in a sense, they have to love it and accept it before they can really move. Well, they are already moving forward, but it's more... Yeah, it's more of a, I guess, overcoming the need to judge um, where one is. And maybe you can give some guidance on this. This is a common challenge for light workers. You judge yourself. You compare yourself with others. You judge your abilities. You wish you were further along your path than you are. And as you judge, you create resistance. 
and this is holding you back from embracing the powerful being that you are. This is why we say, do not compare yourself with others. Everything is activated in your divine blueprint in divine time. There are many reasons why this is and everything is leading you one step at a time for this to be activated within you. So one of the most important things for light workers and for you, my dear one, is to let go, is to let go of how it's going to look, how it's going to be compared in society, how it's going to be effective, how it's going to create abundance. It's going to come through you uniquely. Even the channels, every single channel is unique. Every single creative person is unique because who you are is a unique frequency of many beings living multidimensional lives. It is about living in the present moment and trusting your journey and loving your journey. And we know this can be very challenging for you. If you cannot love it, practice gratitude, practice acceptance, because this is the frequency of love. Mm, and as you practice the frequency of love, you'll increase your energy vibration. And as you increase your vibration, this becomes a key and this unlocks your divine blueprint. This is your spiritual mainframe. This is an imprint of all your multidimensional lives and all of your soul contracts. And when you are ready, when you're vibrationally ready, this will be unlocked and this will be released into your conscious awareness. But if you are not living in the present moment, you may miss some information coming to the surface. And this is why we say living in the dimension of the present is, we would say, vital for your remembering journey. And of course, you're in human conditioning. You are still tied to the collective consciousness, which means you will still waver between dimensions of the past and the future. We understand this, but we will tension to live more in the dimension of the present because this is your portal to your true power. This is your portal to your heart center and your multidimensional powers. It is here where you remember who you truly are as source manifested. It is here where your power lies. If you live in a dimension of the future, trying to prepare where your journey will take you, trying to foresee where your journey will take you, you are not living in the highest vibrational version of you. If you are living in the past, you are living in a dimension that is not as a strong, we would say, high vibration of, of who you are existing now in the present. So live in the present moment. And be patient. Be patient on your journey. This is very common. Many of you are not patient. And we understand this. This is your journey. It is just one step. Look in your life today. What can you be grateful for? You have the abilities. You are a God creator. When you act on your creativity, you are acting on the God particle within you. You are then becoming source manifested in action. There are many ways you can play with this and experiment with this. Just know that you are all powerful. Manifested. Know that you are connected. You are never alone for we are you and we are one. Beautiful. It's the illusion of separation that limits you. We are one.
Wow, thank you very much, Archangel uh, Michael. Um, unfortunately, because of uh, time constraints in the podcast, uh, is it possible that I can speak with Kimberly again? Hello. Until next time, farewell. Thank you, goodbye. Wow, thank you very much. Bye. How was that for you? A lot of energy. <laughs> wow, wow. No, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, so I noticed how when you're coming out of it too, you have to readjust um, going into it and coming out of it. So you're, I guess, um, and, and, and Gary talks about how he's also in the back seat, his persona, you go, and you're, you also have that perception that you're in the back seat. Okay. Yeah, so basically, probably works on a similar way. So I trans channel, but I'm still, I'm still in the background, which means I'm still an observer. So I have no control in the information that comes through. So it de depends. So sometimes I'm aware of the information coming through, but sometimes I'm more back, more in the background. And then it, basically when a session finishes, I might have some memories of what happened, but then some parts I have no idea. So it just depends. But um, usually I feel it more coming out of it than when they're coming in. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's because I've had experience. When I first started doing channeling, I would really feel them connecting with me and I would feel like completely high. But now when I, when I bring them forth and activate them, it basically doesn't feel too much different. There is a process which I know that I'm channeling, but it's when they kind of exit, even though they're not really exiting us, it's just in a perception of exiting. Um, I feel then the energy shift return back to my normal frequency. So because of that adjustment, I feel it in my physical body. Yeah. Do, do your visuals change? <laughs> I mean, do you, do you see things as brighter and do you see the energy in, in what you're perceiving with your eyes also change? And... Well, some of the abilities I have is that I actually see, they give me vision. So when I channel, as well as the words coming through, they're also showing me like images and explaining it in like visual terms. Um, and then I visually, I can see a representation of them. Of course, this representation may be different for everybody. Um, and then I'm, I'm just very, I guess, sensitive to different energies. Um, so yeah, so when they kind of leave, I guess, um, because of the energy the absorbing into my energy, I feel basically like high. So you have this high coming over you, like you have to ground yourself. That's why I always need a bit of water afterwards. Nice. A lot of energy. I guess uh, time is running short. Uh, and I've, it's been a wonderful uh, conversation with you, Kimberly. I've, I've, I've definitely oh, come enlightened and lined up. And um, yeah, hopefully we can talk again soon. And uh, oh. And all the information that I'll put in, and of course, in the links below about uh, who you are and where people can find out more information about what you do. And I encourage anyone to, you know, to get in touch with you. Perfect. Thank you. Um, and I wish you, a, um, I guess, a wonderful evening now in Australia. Thank you. And have a good day for you. Thank you. I will. <laughs> Bye. See you later.